and welcome back to the Last King of Ulster podcast with me, your host, Paul. Some housekeeping to start off the podcast, as I always do. So you might be wondering, where have I been on TikTok? Where have I been online? The truth of the matter of fact is I decided to take a small break from posting content on all social media for a bit. For the past couple of weeks, I've been feeling very mentally drained from posting like three or four times every single day. And I think for me and for the longevity of me to enjoy my experience posting originally, I need to take a step back. And I'm using this time to reflect on what I've been doing on social media. What have I been doing right? What have I been doing wrong? And how I can improve my content for you guys that enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. I'm very grateful for everyone who has supported me on my journey of social media, such as TikTok. I've had 17K as well last week, by the way. So also thank you for that. Very grateful for anyone that has listened to this podcast, is listening to the podcast for the first time, or anyone who has liked, commented, or shared any of my videos on TikTok. These are the best. I don't know why I did deserve you, but I'm thankful. So I'm just doing some bit of soul searching. So in the past week, a lot has happened. So the in Donegal, where I'm from, in the Republic of Ireland, we have lifted the five kilometer radius rule as a consequence of lockdown. So for anyone that is not from Ireland, five kilometers, like you're not allowed outside of your five kilometers from your address, unless it's for shopping, visiting graves, things like that. So I just thought, you know what, I'd go back out home to my flat where I live and just do a little bit of uh, housekeeping, literally housekeeping instead of this. And I've just been just taken away from all history, everything, just refresh myself, make myself feel fresh, relaxed, and it's doing me the world of good. I'm hoping to get back on TikTok with a new series in the next week or two, maybe the next couple of days. I've just been taking time to take care of myself. So what else has been happening? Well, last night I had the privilege of watching Dermot Burke and Kate Cats and Coffee. If you don't follow them on TikTok already, I highly recommend it. Kate Cats and Coffee. Kate's a fantastic human being. She's an absolute sweetheart uh, who talks a lot about Northern politics. Northern as in the North of Ireland, Northern Ireland, whatever you want to call it. She is just a wealth of knowledge on the subject in terms of like, what's unique about her and what I really appreciate about her is like most people when they talk about the North, they tend to talk about the actual just the history of it, like the foundation of the state, the sectarianism of the state, the troubles. Whereas now she has brought those contexts into a modern day setting. So if you don't already, Kate's Cats and Coffee, check her out. Also, Dermot Burke. Uh, I've just, I cannot say anything bad about the guy. He seems like a very uh, lovely character. He just seems like such a solid, genuine human being. And I really, he's so informative. Like he, he talks about European politics and he's just a wealth of knowledge and he also like gets show a video of like how to get free resources to look into modern day politics which i find fascinating and he's a very inquisitive guy i felt like he, he strikes me as somebody that is very curious about the world around him and i always appreciate people like that so uh dermid g burke i do recommend you look at him so yeah i've also been getting a bit of heat on tiktok um that's not really why I left. I think that was just like a sign me taking, you know, take a break, Paul, refresh thing. Because like generally when I feel a bit burnt out from something, I tend to be overly reactive. I'm not really a reactive person. I generally like to be proactive in a situation, if that makes sense. Um, 
you know, and I know I was wrong. Well, no, to be honest, I don't really think that I was so much wrong. I just think I was, I made a valid point, but it was a bit insensitive in the point that I was making. So I, I really want to take this time to rectify that and to see where I went wrong, how can I improve and how I can learn on the situation. So that is me. And also in the past week, I've started a weight loss journey. So for anyone that probably knows me, uh, I'm a huge jiu-jitsu nerd. I'm a massive jiu-jitsu guy. I love jiu-jitsu. I love training. I love exercise. That is just who I am as a person. I'm very kinesthetically built, if that makes sense. And I decided I would try to lose some of this weight. So at the start of lockdown, I was walking around at 80 kg. So I think that's like 160 pounds or 180 pounds, give or take. You know, which was like, you know, I had a bit of muscle. I wasn't overly fat. Like, I'd never had a six-pack or anything. And now I was up to 94 as of two weeks ago. But thankfully, I lost four kg. That's so that's like eight pounds. Do not ask me what that is in stone. I do not measure anything in stone. I think that's such an outdated system. Why would you use stone? It's just, to me, it's pointless. It's retarded. I, I hate using that word retarded. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. hate using that word. See another slip of the tongue. So what else has been happening? The UK has been opening up as well, which I think is fantastic news. People think because of my content, I'm a very anti-British person. I'm I'm not anti-British. I'm just anti-British rule. I'm delighted that uh, they're all having pubs open and enjoying tasty pints. I've got a load of friends over in the UK. In fact, some of my following, I think like my episode, like 20% of my following is in the UK. So shout out to my UK followers. Really appreciate you guys. So if you're in the UK, I hope you are having an absolute blast. Enjoy your pints. Sip on them. Enjoy them. Because for all we know, like we could, you could be back in lockdown again. So take that moment, enjoy it, and just like, ah, I, you make it feel like you deserved it, which you do. Because you had it really tough with COVID, I'm not going to lie. Uh, in Ireland, there's talks of us reopening the economy. And the vaccine rollout has been going pretty steadily. It's, Still at a snail's pace, but compared to other countries in Europe, I think we're doing relatively good. We're, we're more or less the same. For a small population, we're doing more or less you know, the same numbers. So we're getting there. But what I absolutely, what, not necessarily I don't love, I don't like rubbing things in people's faces, but I'm going to for now. I've been getting into a lot of shit with anti-vaxxers and COVID deniers. And their biggest example was, well, look at Sweden, look at Sweden, Sweden's not open and they're doing fine. And I don't like this because I feel for the people of Sweden. I really do. I think, you know, I've, I've met plenty of Swedish people in the time. They seem to be very friendly, but standoffish, but most of them very friendly. And they have the highest cases in Europe. They had the most open, and now they have to go into lockdown. So that valid is just, that argument just faded away. Look at Sweden. Yeah, look at Sweden. Look how bad the situation they are now because of a lack of restrictions a lack of lockdown. And I, don't get me wrong, I do not like lockdown. Nobody likes lockdown. But it's necessary. Let's be honest. And there's a lot of bullshit going around on social media about fucking vaccine passports. Uh, how it's an infringement on your human rights. And listen, you do not understand the concept of a human right. First of all, in order to acknowledge a human right, the origins of the concept of human right, it was given to you by God. So this was in the rise of individualism in the Enlightenment era, whereby rather than looking at a monarch who was a God-given leader, he was chosen by God to lead his people, the human right looked at you as an individual and you had certain rights. 
Well, people are always moaning about human rights, but they never moan about human responsibility. So you have human right. You have the freedom to choose something. So if you don't want the vaccine, fair enough. You chose to do that. But don't bitch about the consequences of you not accepting it, that you can't do this, that you can't do that, because you knew the choices. You ate up the choice. I don't want to get this vaccine. Okay, respect that. But you also have to live with the consequences. It is the same thing with freedom of speech. Now, I'm a huge advocate for freedom of speech. I think you should say whatever the fuck you want, personally. Say the N-word. I wouldn't say it, but if you're going to say it, fine. Call this group of people whatever you want. Fine. It's only until, well, freedom of speech does not include a call to action. Let's let's be clear about that. So I would never advocate a call to action that would, just, that would hurt people. But there is also, you have the freedom of speech, but there's also consequences. So you have the freedom to choose not to get a vaccine. Fair. We'll respect that. But you also have to face the consequences of your choice. That blows people away. People hear this and they're like, no, 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 it's a human right. It should be infringement. I'm sorry, but like every right has a responsibility. It's the same way as, you know, Americans would argue of the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms. Yes, you have the right to own an arm, a firearm of your choosing, but you also have a responsibility to be responsible with said firearm. That is always implied, although I can't believe I've had to explain this to people. But no, no, I, ha I actually have to explain this to people. A concept that is 300 years old, and I'm stuck in 2021 having to explain this to people. And I might be a bit overly explaining. I might be talking down and condescending at this point. But I'm not the one bitching about human rights, am I? I'm not the one bitching about an infringement on said human right. I wish I could be. It would give me something to complain about. It would give past an hour or two. But you do that much effort in denying something without following through, looking at a counter-argument. It baffles me. It really does baffle me. Anyway, happier topics now. So tonight, of all nights, I've got a busy night ahead of me. UFC is on. Robert Whitaker versus Kelvin Gastelum. This was a title fight a couple of years ago, and then I believe Robert Whitaker had to pull it because of a serious stomach injury or something. It was it was pretty horrendous. I think he nearly died as a consequence of it. And then I remember that was the it was in Australia. That was the week Kelvin Gastelum showed up to the fight. It was very weird. That was when they unveiled a new belt, the new UFC belt. And he was walking about with it. It looked really weird. It looked uncomfortable. It didn't suit him. It was not a good look for Kelvin Gastelum. But yeah, now uh, we've got that match. I think it's going to be a good fight. I'm going to predict a Robert Whitaker win unless Kelvin Gastelum uses his wrestling, which he has been doing a lot more of in the past because he was like a very accomplished wrestler, I do believe. So I always say that when there was a wrestler. He was an accomplished wrestler, but he was, so I'm not lying. Then we have the biggest hyped fight of the year in Ben Askren versus Jake Paul. And I want to share my thoughts with you. So Jake Paul, famous YouTuber, younger brother of Logan Paul. A couple of years ago, the Paul brothers thought, we'll take up boxing. Okay, fine. And 
he, Jake Paul hasn't really been tested by an actual boxer. His first match, you know, was against a tomato can. Second fight was against a basketball player who never boxed his life. In fact, he looked like he never threw a punch in his entire life. He, in fact, he looked like he never took a punch in his entire life. And that's a very different experience. Fair enough, you can throw pads, one, two, three, one, two, three, but getting punched in the face is a very different thing. When you do sparring, it's a very different thing. Now, I've never been in a hard sparring match before in my life, but even getting tagged in the face is not a pleasant experience. It always makes you think like, oh God, why is he, how is he doing this to me? In the middle of a fight, you doubt yourself, and it's a very scary place. Whereas Ben Askren, again, accomplished wrestler, he was an Olympian. He finished fifth or eighth place in the Olympics in 2004, I do believe. That was the year Henry Cejudo won the gold. He was the youngest. He was 17 when he won it, if I, my memory serves me correct. Uh, Bellator champion, that's like a, a rival to the UFC. He was a one champion so one is like a, another rival ufc but it's based in singapore came into the ufc fair enough he has one win a controversial win against robbie lawler but he took the punches against robbie lawler like robbie Ro robbie lawler is a savage he's not nicknamed ruthless for no reason he just landed bombs on ben Askren. his face looked like a burst mattress at, at the end of that fight but ben still beat him controversial decision uh of the referee stepping in herb dean stepping in he could understand why Herb Dean did that. And then he lost two fights. Got end of a highlight reel. Fight knocked out in five seconds by flying knee by Jorge Masvidal or George Masvidal. I think he prefers to be called George Masvidal. And then he got submitted by rear naked choke by Damien May and then retired consequently after. Now here's my thoughts. I think Ben Askren is being was being very deceptive in his striking at the start. I think what he was trying to do was lull Jake Paul into a sense of confidence, a big sense of confidence. Because like I remember her, like his first uh, footage that came out, him punching a bag with Jake Paul's face in it. He looked rigid. He looked his striking looked awful. It was like it was so. There was no movement in the hips. His feet were staggered. It was just like he was just like. It's like you're watching a five-year-old throwing punches at a bag. And now I saw some him on pad work, and he looked good. Plus, he probably has been doing striking over years. Fair enough, Jake Paul's been doing specifically boxing for three years, but I'd like to think Ben Askren does, did have some level of striking. He worked probably worked on striking for a little bit. So I'd like to, I think Ben Askren's going to win. I think he's going to swarm Jake Paul. I think he's going to bring Jake Paul into deep waters that Jake Paul has never experienced before. Because Ben Askren is not a boxer, but he is a fighter. And people might ask you, what's the difference? Boxing is just, you're using your fists, okay? That's it. You're just using the two hands God gave you, fight it. Whereas a fight, anything can happen in a fight. Somebody can take you down to the ground, choke you, try to break your limb, punch you when you're on the ground, kick you, knee you, elbow you, anything, bar headbutting, everything but headbutting in a cage fight. And biting and groin strikes but you get you get what i mean it's it's pretty basic of all of the fighting is a very variety it's a huge variety of a skill set so ben Askren has probably went through many hard sparring sessions has been put into deep waters before fair enough in his cage fights he probably he exclusively used his wrestling which was you know it worked really well for mma and bellator and one so I think it's going to be Ben Askren win.
personally. What are your guys' thoughts? Is anyone going to stay up to watch the fight? It's on at 4 a.m., I do believe. Um, not going to lie, I'm a bit hungover at the moment. I will probably go back to sleep for an hour or two and then wake up and try to enjoy the fight. So this is going to be a short podcast for today. I am going to wrap it up there. Thank you. Take care. If you don't already, follow me on Instagram, Last King of Ulster, or TikTok, Last King of Ulster, and I will see you there and then. Good luck. Take care. God bless you. And have a good weekend. Peace.